we have people here, it seems. <laughs> well, hello. Once again, you have found a Texas Steampunk Connection. Broadcasting to you throughout the multiverse, Steamverse, from our various bunkers and airships. With me, as always, is Fax, Gentleman Adventurer. Hello, hello. <laughs> with me is Jack from Steam Chest. Hello. <laughs> And we have with us today, Master Blue Stocking from the Steampunk Dollhouse podcast. So once again, we are here to talk oh, probably about steampunk, most likely, because that's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. All right. It's an excellent opening, by the way. I have that to keep really like, just like, ah, got good pictures of all of us. We all look fantastic. We do. I look freaking badass, by the way. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Oh, every time I see that, I'm like, oh, it's me. <laughs> well, okay, you all those pictures from your, your Facebook pages. <laughs> I know. I got a lot of really pictures. Every now and then it's bad when you're like, you go through and you're like clicking through your pictures. And you don't realize you like click on your own photo thing. You're like, oh, it's a picture of me. <gasps> Look, it's another picture of me. <gasps> oh, wow. So that would it be. Oh, wait. This, this, is, this is becoming a pattern here. You do this. All oh, right. We're on my page. Oh, no wonder everything I everything here I like. Oh, it's everything I've posted in the last 48 hours. <laughs> All right. Well, so we know what you're doing when you're not here. <laughs> Just going through your pictures. <laughs> on Dayquil, it's a whole new experience. Oh, yeah. Be careful with that stuff. Oh, I, I know. I, I, I take it. To breathe and then i'm on uh and i'm on an interesting like charlie and the chocolate factory illusion all day and it, as long as i'm sitting in my front of my computer i'm fine because games are all of a sudden really weird not that i'm good at it when that stuff by no means it sucks i can't do i can't really do anything i'll sit there realizing i'm like drooling on my keyboard for 20 <laughs> minutes to make a move and all my friends are yelling at me over discord like, jack oh. so we to clarify it. for everyone jack has the covid Yes. Again. Again. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I hang out with I hang out with people who apparently are not the cleanest. <laughs> hang out with dirty, dirty people. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It might be my fault. Actually, I, I know exactly where it came from. It came from the school because we can't do freaking homeschooling anymore. Yeah. He's not there a week. And here we are two weeks later. Kids are little Petri dishes. They're carrying it home. And they can't help it. I, well, I mean, it's not their fault. No, it's it's yeah. the way that the schools are it's done. It's their parents' fault for having them. <laughs> oh, no. Thanks, Shots facts. fired. Shots fired. <laughs> for that, I'm having another one. Just to spite you. <laughs> and name it Facts. I'm going to name it Facts. <laughs> so every time I can just look over and go, damn it, Facts. <laughs> Give them the complex. Uh, you can get a little top hat in 30 years you're gonna be hey, like hey jack how's your wife and my kids oh we know <laughs> Ooh, something's in a mood this evening <laughs> moving back on to the whole point of this uh covid is um interesting because i have i didn't lose my i didn't really lose taste last time this time i have Clearly, Anything? you have no taste. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm with you, Thax. What can I you say? keep setting them up. But I keep knocking them down. <sighs> and God, I'm hanging out with you, show. Thax, obviously. <laughs> but uh, but we are know. also hanging out with Mick, Clarence, and Rita. So we want to say hello to you guys. People who obviously have class. And Except on Tuesday nights. <clears throat> Clearly. <laughs> I'm not the one in it. You're, you're beating up on our customers. You're Fox. <laughs> Next day on the Ooh, I can't speak. I'm sorry. I think so that anyway. would be a good time to ask the Hex, what are you drinking? Yes. <laughs> oh, all right. We're getting into it. Um, Clearly something sarcastic. <laughs> uh, my my good lady wife has found gingerbread house party. Oh, no. Wow. By Fourth Tap Brewery here in Austin. And I'm trying it for the first time. How is it? Uh, it tastes like a beer. Well, Obviously, but does it taste gingerbread? Did you bake that up a little bit? Um, it just tastes like a beer. It, it, it doesn't cry out gingerbread to me. Let me, let me because you, you'd think you, you'd think that if if it was something like that, if you could make it taste like at least some sort of ginger. Ginger's not a hard flavor, but gingerbread. That's a. If you could make a beer taste like gingerbread, oh, uh, I, I would own a lot of it. Because or ginger snap beer. Oh. Ginger snap, yeah. Ginger snap beer would be a thing. <laughs> it's not a bad beer. I mean, I drink it again, but it's just not gingery. It, I'm not getting anything particular, uh, and 
and Erica, who's a, a super taster compared to me. She, she agrees. Okay, it's a beer. Kind of hoppy. Nice. Clarence is having Diet Coke and hydrocodone. Oh, is that that just because you enjoy it, or uh... <laughs> I don't know if you actually enjoy when you're taking hydrocodone, except the effects of hydrocodone. Because if you you're ever lick kind of a there. hydrocodone, it does not taste good. There's a reason you swallow those. You don't let it linger in the mouth. That's how I feel about Diet Coke, too. So, I don't know. Well, some people really like it. I'm not a big fan of diet drinks. I just don't drink drinks like that often. But that's me. But then there's Canada Dry Ginger Ale. That's a good one. If you put that's a little like... bit of rum in that, like a shot of rum, it tastes fantastic, by the way. That <laughs> you is like know Rita doesn't drink. To drink. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> she drinks water. She's at least as good as a fish. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm I've sorry. lost. Uh, I'm sorry, your beer is not gingerbready. And we're on this, we're on this journey together, and he has a beer. <laughs> it could be a hydrocodone and diet coke. You know, that'd be an entirely different evening. That, yeah, that would be a that would be a different party entirely. I've been to that party. It's my house. Basically, you take that, you sit down, and you're like, all right, how many Phineas and Ferb episodes are we watching today? I was gonna say, yeah, you sit down and don't do anything. <laughs> Nothing that requires Four days of summer vacation. Ugh. All right. Well, I am drinking what I brought home from my last trip to Wimberley. It's Kochi. It's Ooh. a sparkly light red wine. It's got a champagne cork. Nice. Yeah. Wednesday. You got to yeah. get the cork thing. I know. It is delightful. It is so good. Oh. So, I have yeah. never had a sparkling red. I don't think. I hadn't sparkling either. I was... Good. We had it in a restaurant I was in. I was like, I need to take this home. And yeah, it's little. It's all wrapped up like a Prosecco. And it's it is absolutely wonderful. We got it in a weird little restaurant in Fredericksburg. Hmm. Yeah, yeah you were in my direction. Nuri. So Nuri. yeah, it's right on the main street. So okay, it's awesome. Highly recommend. Fredericksburg is a magical place. It is. It I is need to a, go during September. It's an October odd, best. magical little place. Yeah. I like it. For those who haven't been, when you drive toward Fredericksburg, it's a very, very hilly <coughs> area. There are hills to the right and the left, and there's a little road leading to the top of every hill. And at the top is a little house that will serve you wine. Oh no! Every everywhere. every hill. That's awesome. It's Maybe everywhere. we should. That that sounds like a, a steampunk adventure we should have. Well, the, um, the B and B that we stay at, we get the, one of the private cottages, and every night except Saturday nights, they deliver dessert and a carafe of wine to your room at around between five and six. When you when you're getting your you better be there, or else you're going to miss your carafe of wine. I they see. will let they will let themselves in and leave it on the table for you. You do not miss. Yeah, when you're making your reservation, they ask what your preference is, red or white, and they will. <laughs> My yeah. preference is to be drunk. <laughs> Just the strongest drunk. thing you have. Yeah. I think a port. I don't care what color. <laughs> so, yeah. The Blair House Inn. Highly recommend it. it is, Blair yeah. House Inn. Yeah, All it's right. It's fantastic. The El Seraphin Cottage is where we stay, and it's beautiful. That sounds fan. Uh, that sounds fun. I'm looking forward to being well and actually like going out and doing things. Well, we, were, we went there because we didn't have to be around people. <laughs> I mean, there's that too. We spent one day just sitting in the room with the fire lit, just watching HGTV, and it was the best. It was the best day I've had in months. So, so it's like that scene out of office, uh, office Space. It's like I did nothing all day and everything it could have. Yes. Yeah. This is the best day ever. So. <sighs> and Jack, I guess you're just drinking Nyquil. I mean, no, I'm a little classier than that because I don't have any flavor. I, all right, so I didn't open a beer because I can't taste that. Like oh. I can't taste a Coke. Ali opened up a Red Bull a little bit ago to kind of give her a little bit of energy, and I can't hardly taste it. It's supposed to be watermelon flavored. Like, I can taste it's a little watermelony, but it's not nearly like as sugary as it should. Aww. And so I decided to pull out a shot of um, sh cinnamon schnapps <laughs> just to see. Just and you know through. what? <laughs> it, I can taste it. <laughs> it sure doesn't burn, can. which is sad. And I know it's just, it's scary, but uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's supposed to burn all the way. It's down. supposed to burn all the way down. Like I can feel it when it hits here. I can feel that when it hits there. But uh, yeah, that, that that's this sucks. Food does not taste the same right now. I don't know if I'll. I, don't, I guess I have my bacon bill go down because <laughs> I I could I could make a recommendation hmm. since we were already talking about ginger ale. Have you ever had Goya Brands ginger beer? Yes. I okay, like then you know. 
They mm-hmm. lace it with capsaicin. Oh, seriously? It's hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's some stuff. It is some stuff. Goya makes some fun stuff like that. And that one is um that one was special. It's burning. Um, yeah. I, I was not expecting I was expecting ginger beer. I wasn't expecting yeah. something like surface of the sun flavored ginger. <laughs> I'm like, this this is not like did we open hot sauce instead? This is this is this is hot sauce flavored beer. That'll ginger clean you out though. Clear drink. everything up. Yeah. Oh man, did it. You know, so I forgot Steve about use old fashioned remedies. <laughs> <laughs> just burn it out of there. It's like let's just get hot sauce put it under the eyebrow, under the eyelids, you'll keep yourself awake. That's what my that's what my uh, father in law in the military did when he got stuck with the. Ew, uh, no, really? The, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. You the little the little bo- bottles of um, Tabasco. Tabasco you get in your MREs. He was actually deployed during the Cold War out in, in Germany. His job was, uh, you, know, you know, everyone took a turn at night for night duty, like, yeah, with a rifle in just case the Russians attacked. And uh, he's out there in December, and it's just nothing but six feet of snow, and he's trying to stay awake and stay warm, and he's sitting there doing vodka and putting a hot sauce in his eyeballs. Oh. <laughs> no. No. <coughs> Yep. I met some weird ex-military guy at a party who was doing that. Who was doing that as a party trick? Mm. In the I used to. I used yeah. to. Twenty years ago, I worked for. It'll keep you, you awake. Hurt yourself <laughs> very bad. I am oh. not. I don't. I do not condone this <laughs> this behavior. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> This is not something that uh, that uh, Texas Steamboat Connection condones and or even says is a smart thing to even try to date. No, just no. Bad. Don't Absolutely try this at home, kids. Mm, don't even let the professionals do it. it. Hurts bad enough when you get soap in your eyes. I can't even I, imagine. I know. Let's just let's just rub hot sauce in our eyeballs <laughs> just to see what happens. Then your eyes would be all blurry and you wouldn't be able to see any Russian But when, but when the you. sergeant comes outdoors, you're at least awake. With your That's eyes the, streaming. I, 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 yeah, yeah, ice crystals forming and red bloody, you know, <laughs> ruddles down your face. What's wrong with you? Why are you crying, soldier? It hurts, but I'm awake. I'm awake. Healing my eyes, sir. Keeping, keeping an eye, to, eye on them ruskies. <laughs> Apparently something we got to do again because uh, interesting <laughs> political tensions right now. Yep. I've been catching up on a lot of his, on a lot of history recently. Have and, you been uh, watching the History Channel? No, that, that's <laughs> only if you want to like no either weird like, involved. Like, sure, World War Two weird like aliens or Hitler. whitewashed World War Two yeah. or aliens. Yep, and like it's apparently aliens. humanity did never did anything for themselves. It's all aliens have bestowed it upon oh, us. Oh yeah, that makes like me in mad. some sort of weird Eternals movie like way yeah. of doing it. No, I I actually there's a guy on on YouTube is. Uh, Cody with Alternate History Hub did a thing where he watched all of them. He watched all of those, all of the stupid three channel. Oh my God, was he alien pilled at the end? And he's like, oh. it's all dumb. And he does like an 11 minute movie on it on just how like obscenely stupid it is. I love his take. It's fantastic. Anyway, enough plugging somebody else. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to step forward and say, like, I believe in a lot of that stuff. Even, even I know that the History Channel's version is dumb. Yeah. I believe in a lot of things, but I also get really offended at the idea that humans did not create all of the amazing things that humans have created. I have people who are like me bananas. Yeah. I'm just like, we, we, we do some, we do some wonderful things. Now, if we had a little help, sure, but you don't have to give us a lot of help. You basically just say, Hey, look, this powder goes boom. When you hit, when you hit a spark with it, we're like, oh, look at all the wonderful things we could do with this. First off, let's blow each other up for about a hundred thousand years. And then we'll figure out what other cool things like combustion engines. Yeah. But, uh, I think, you're you're you're, <laughs> you're not giving the reverse engineering teams the the credit that they deserve. Yeah, I know. Like we uh, really know. In, in many cases, like you see the result and you think, okay, how can we do that? And you take it from there. If the you Russians just, can take a B twenty nine apart in forty eight hours, put it back together, and then in six months fly six of them six of them over Moscow that they built. In metric units, by the way, they took it apart in American units, took pictures of every part of this plane, rebuilt six of them. So when our president went over during like one of their parades, they flew six of them over that were that were Russian built in metric. Some of the the, the scientists that had to come up with the conversions on the fly for figuring out how to mill metal to a certain like 
percentage, like three eighths of an inch or something, but figure out the conversions of doing it with two different machines to make two pieces of metal fit perfectly. I mean, there humanity is intelligent. We could we could figure out some weird stuff. Well, what you also have to remember about that though is that all of the Nazi scientists they were split up between the U.S. and Russia, mm -hmm. so they were all working from the same. Oh yeah, for the rocket stuff. Yeah, oh, because sure. I mean, we had paperclip, but the Russians gra or grabbed up as oh, many yeah. of them as they could too. So, where do you think the Nazis got the ideas? Oh no, when they're moon base on the moon, <laughs> oh, they, or mean, under the what the one of the poles, the, the North Pole, or the oh yeah, the inner Earth the theory ice. thing. Yeah, but, yeah, Hitler's riding a velociraptor <laughs> under the planet right now. I've watched that movie too. Iron the sky is under. Who was, uh, who Iron was, Sky is uh, is, 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 is a special, <laughs> special movie. And there was a Nazi commander who was in charge of the engineers, that the ones that we got, mm -hmm. and he said he got them from mm -hmm. others mm -hmm. and kind of looked up. It was sort of vague. Well, I don't know. The, I don't the, know. <sighs> I've got some books that you need to read, Dax. <laughs> we'll talk about it. I may already have them. But, Andy, uh, the Annie Jacobson books. About Remember to join us. Area 51 and CIA oh. and Operation Paperclip. They're really good. They are good. They oh. are have good. you read them, Jack? I have not read those books. Um, I have watched uh, breakdowns of them online. Uh, Dark Docs is a wonderful YouTube channel. He's got like eight different YouTube channels. It's like dark whatever, like dark planes, dark naval, dark documents. And it breaks down a lot of that stuff. And so over the last four years, I've watched all of his material and a lot of it revolves around paper and yeah. just how it's kind of came together come together it was it was bonkers but you know anyway. i mean they, they came up with the technology and then information why why waste it yeah it's kind of we're just not going to go back there and do that again yeah that's a that's a much larger geopolitical conversation <laughs> another time <laughs> well did anybody do their homework i did a little bit i found some fun stuff to look at okay. i found some interesting updates that Aren't relevant yet, but will be relevant soon. Stuff. <gasps> Nothing canceled yet. I've got some random stuff to go over. So whoever wants to go first, go ahead. All right. I mean, I'll go first. Okay. Let me see about popping up, open some stuff here. So bear with me on my background here. Let's see. Share screen. Yes, that one. All right. How do I do this now? I've shared it. Do I? Where's the buttons? Or can you do that? I don't think I got the buttons this time since you set it up, Dax. Huh. I have the buttons. Uh -huh. yeah. All right. So I, I found saw this. that. <laughs> so posted oh, yeah. January 24th, apparently at one point in time, Hasbro was uh, considering a steampunk era Transformers series. And this is the sole image that exists for it. The concept art, a train changing into, I think it's not Optimus Prime, though. I think that's supposed to be uh, his uh, grandfather. Like or Megatron's this one right here for sure because that has that Megatron look to it. But um, <laughs> there's a certain there's a certain stance that Megatron always had for that. But uh, yeah, so that yeah, was that. shoved forward. That, yeah. that kind of well, that, yeah. he's got the, he's got the things sticking out like that. So it's like naval guns, you know. But <laughs> pop collar douchebag. <laughs> Honestly, if it's going to be Megatron, he probably won't be a train. He'd probably be an ironclad warship because he turns into a gun, and so that's or something oh. that's his normal that's his normal thing is turning into a gun of some type but uh yeah so that was one thing I, I thought that was cool uh it never went anywhere past this picture and i don't think it'll ever go again but the guy who drew this did some interesting things um including some of the matrix comics uh some dc comics industrial gothic junk culture doom patrol uh and then like wonder woman and you know just kind of random but he wanted to do an adaptation of Edgar Rice Burroughs, A Princess of Mars, but uh, done with uh, Transformers. So that's interesting. Here. The second one is, has anyone actually ever been to the steampunk.com website? I didn't know that. Um, I remember us talking about it, but it's I, I, I ran across it yet again, and I don't know what they do. Apparently, they do something with government and security because that's, that's all their website right. says. It's something and really weird, yeah. Apparently, they're like the 3,000th largest uh, 3,000 out of 5,000 of the largest businesses that do this job, and it's yeah. named Steampunk. That is so freaking random. Yeah, I remember running across that one time, and I was very confused. I, I go and I read Steampunk. this, and it, it I feel like this is the word. Like, 
I feel like I'm watching Hackers, the movie, or or Sneakers. That's the one I wanted. Where it's like the whole website just says "Go away." It's nothing here actually like explains anything important except computer so stuff, cybersecurity, DevSecOps. Anyway, I just thought CIA that was entertaining front. to run across again. Apparently, it was one of the top places to work, and mm-hmm. you know, believe that or not. Uh, the next one was this guy. He's a Chinese steampunk artist who quit his engineering job to go full time oh, wow. into designing wow. this. These he make he takes bugs and rigs them up like this and sells them for about anywhere from six hundred to a thousand dollars a piece. And he's in China, so he's making really good money. Wow! Considering he quit an engineering job for this and he has an degree, and uh, his whole reason for doing this is hoping that it will bring more people into conservation for bugs since we are in what they call uh we're losing them at a rapid pace they're a massive extinction event for insects so he's hoping to bring more people involved in saving insect species but yeah um i'm sure that's a byproduct of his work because he's making good money doing this and uh teaches others about bugs so maybe he is actually caring and his students so doing educational events so i thought that was pretty cool that's cool um one, I got one other thing. Do you know that cartoon that we talked about, or no, that, that comic book we talked about called Freak Angels a while back? Um, I think probably last year this time, approximately. He, a comic book artist that I think sent us an email saying, "Hey, check out our, uh, check out my stuff." While I was reading it, well, oh, okay. turns out Freak Angels or Crunchyroll is uh, making it an animated series. Ooh! Wow! Yeah. I have a Crunchyroll subscription. So, yeah, Freak Angels cool. animated series drops new clip, casting details, and all that fun stuff. So, be on the lookout for something actually really cool. <laughs> uh, something that I have been following for a while now. Uh, you can go check out their website, freakangels.com, and uh, read the comic book. And it's it's really well done. And it looks like they're keeping pretty much pretty close to the same art style for the, for the animated series. So, I thought that was cool. I did my homework. This is what I Yay. found. Some stuff that's fairly viable. Good job. Nice. Well done. Next. Okay. I guess I'll go next. Uh, <laughs> what have I found? Let's see if I can do cool things like <laughs> with my screen like you did. Like the, like the sick person? Yes. Uh, sure. I want that. I don't want that. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to start talking. Do you okay. remember uh, Carnival Row? Yes. Yeah. On, on, uh, it was so, a- I was under the impression that uh, that it was canceled. I thought it was too. I just got uh, notice on Collider, uh, which is a news website, that season two, uh, it got a bunch of new information. It was just published yesterday, so it's it's new information. Ooh. That uh, they've got a new. Why are you blocking me? <laughs> I'm reading over here by Clarence talking about how uh, his uh, sure. Diet Coke and Hydrocodone is uh, is helping him out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Carnival yeah. Row, season two, Amazon Prime. Nice. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Yeah, I really wow. liked that first season, and I thought you know there was a there was a real world building that I wanted to know more about. Yeah, it, I don't know the, assuming... the reviewers kind of pooped on it, but I thought it was cool. I thought it's, it was lovely. It was, yeah. It's steampunk. They're going to poop on it. That's what they do. Reviewers <laughs> really dislike the steampunk aesthetic. Well, and reviewers, I kind of don't understand. Stopped listening to them a long time. Yeah. Like Rotten Tomatoes, all this, but that's because it's like a lot of people. But even then, I don't agree with it all the time because if it's something I really enjoy and I know the lore, and then it's like some person who's watched it for the first time and never heard of it, like Dune or something like that, and they're like, I didn't get the whole concept. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm not listening. You, uh, why are you? Mm. <laughs> because everyone has to comment on everything online. If you don't like it, you have to tell everyone that you don't like it. Yeah. Dune is good, by the way. <laughs> like everyone needs to share. Liking things is for losers. Uh, I also saw that Enola Holmes mm-hmm. season two, or, or I guess second movie, yeah. has wrapped up filming. Oh, good. All I could do was read the headline because the computer at work has blocked me from looking at it. Oh, no. You mean and you, look if, at, you look at stuff on your <laughs> If you remember a few computer. episodes ago, I streamed from my work computer. Mm. But there's a link if you want to go to it. 
I'm not going to read it all, but it's on GameRant.com, which apparently all I know is it exists because I loved Adola Holmes. That was yeah, so much it was fun. So good. It was, she was just delightful. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so, all star cast. <sighs> yeah. yeah. That was really good. Yeah. And I, I, when I watched it, I didn't realize when I started watching it that it was just a movie. I was like, <laughs> we're so rest? Yeah. It I was feels like it was meant to be a miniseries. Yeah. The way it was written. Because there are some definite like places that you could have stopped mm-hmm. over and over and over. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was yeah. supposed to be a miniseries. And they're like, no, let's just do it as a movie. And because they probably got cut uh, their funding or something. And they're like, all right, we'll just we'll just wrap it all together. And it works so well that they'll just make a second. So I'm looking forward to one written to be like yeah. directly. And uh I'm also looking for Stranger Things. I need I need some closure on that. It's I have, coming soon, isn't it? I'm like yeah, it's got to. Um, COVID is slowed old. down so much. Yeah, they're getting yeah old. the kids are getting too old. It's, like, it's as soon as it's going to be like Radar and like Mash, where he's like 35 when the show wraps up, and he's supposed to be playing a 19-year-old, you know, or a 17-year-old, and he's oh, now man. like going balding halfway halfway through the series. Did Mash like run like four times longer than the Vietnam War? Yeah, uh, it yeah, Korean Something War. Like yeah, that. it ran longer than the Korean War. And then there were did. three movies. Yeah, and then there were the movies. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Wait, there's more than one MASH movie? Yeah. Yeah. I only saw the original, which was before the which series. probably the only reason, the only one you need to see. I don't know about the others. I haven't seen them. I just know they yeah, exist. The, the original MASH movie was awesome. Yeah. I don't know about sequels. I mean, I remember seeing the sequels when I was walking through Hastings. <laughs> so, I mean, that's how I knew most of my movies existed, because I walked through a, sh- a movie store. Now yeah. it's like I browse past the aisle on my way by the electronic section. And I feel so disconnected from my days because I can't like, go and like look exists in my area. I have to just sit there and scroll and I feel very disconnected by scroll time. And yeah, yeah. That, is, that is one thing about media that I really like about steampunk is it it's steampunk is it's a thing. Like the last time I bought a computer game in person, my child wasn't born yet. <laughs> like I don't have a box for all the games I have bought. And that sounds stupid, but I really like the box. And I would even, I, I actually have kept my favorite boxes to hang up as a collage later, some like behind me, my thing, we'll get around to doing it. I've been figuring out how I want to do it because I don't want to hurt the boxes. So I don't want to use tacks or glue. So I figured out magnets are going to work. And so I got some rare earth magnets that would actually be hard. Anyway, that's beyond the point. But uh, yeah, like, like things like this exist. It's fantastic to touch it i feel like that's something that's lost in the current media damn netflix i guess i could technically get netflix mailed who does that do they still do that yeah huh. it's a different subscription oh i didn't know they still did that sort of an add-on on subscription yeah. if you like sure yeah. wow okay yeah so you can still get it mailed to you if you're one of those people but i'll admit <laughs> I mean, it's a, I got a movie for Christmas. library of stuff i got alita for christmas like the alita battle angel i hadn't seen it yet which is weird because I went to the Alita experience here in Austin, some tickets on the radio, but mm-hmm. uh, I missed seeing the movie. And so we, like Allie bought the movie for me. We were watching it. And I had to actually like tray it into the Xbox. I'm just like, <laughs> this feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> just things that we don't do anymore. They go I, by the wayside. My computer has a DVD player on it. I unplugged the power so I could plug it into my graphics card because I don't my, my processor all my stuff takes more power than what I actually technically have capable for my power supply for running everything in there. So I've unplugged my, like my DVD player. And the only time I've ever had to plug it back in is as if I'm like installing windows. And that was for windows seven. I don't have to do it for windows 10. So I'm like, why do I even have a DVD player anymore? I'm like, wait, I got DVDs on my shelf. Like well, one day I'll need to have like, I'll put them in there and I'll record the one segment I needed for my computer gaming video that I need for that one moment that I don't have on YouTube. And yet so far that hasn't happened. All the scenes I want are on YouTube somewhere that are memeable. But uh, you lose yeah. it. If you lose internet connection for a day or two, you're oh, going to be yeah, no, glad you I am unplugging my other grab by the card and I am putting it straight into that thing. We're watching Star Trek from one through six. Or actually, I got all. Yeah. And Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Yeah, like if that becomes a problem, then we have Tolkien's wonderful. Uh, I don't know. It's almost as long to read the books as it is to watch the show at this point. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, do I pull out the books or do I pull out the movies? Uh, which one's easier on my voice? Uh-huh. Well, isn't Amazon coming out with a prequel? 
uh, Lord yeah, of the Rings prequel. Yeah, they're coming out with an entire TV series. <clears throat> Are they going to be a Silmarillion? Yeah, that's what apparently I... there's going to be nudity. I'm never going to read that. Nobody's going to read this. <laughs> I picked so up weird. I picked it up one time and it was reading like the book of numbers in the Bible, like like how many freaking yeah. sheep and who was related to who. I'm like, who wants to know this? It's the minutiae of the world building that he wanted to make sure that existed. No, and that's and that was out there too. Is, yeah. yeah. And and you know what? More power to a man who comes up with more crap than actually goes in his book that shapes the it's like dude. There's like a whole lot of stuff that shapes dude. The reason the dude is such a great pinnacle moment book is that everything happens in that book that is important everything after is not as as important and everything before was not as important except for the lead up to those events it's the pinnacle book and in itself it's a very simple story but i've read all the prequels to dune that kevin j anderson and brian put together and i love them and um i haven't read many past children of dune because the the whole it gets really weird really fast and his whole idea of how that was supposed to be. but um i think it's very important that if you're just writing a book for writing a book you're not going to have that many on the side but if you write a world that is so rich and developed that there are things you don't even talk about in your book that exist but you like may mention halfway but already have like a conclusion to it and you have like a character mention well thank god that ended the right way and now you have the reader going or the watcher or the reader going what is all of it? and then they mention it you know it's just I don't know. It's the whole idea that it just builds a richer world so that if your characters have or need to talk about something, you already have a newspaper that has all of that. What's going to happen? And so that for just even common speak, there's already events planned versus just like, how is the weather on Caledon? Oh, it's wet. It's a little muggy. Well, and if you don't have those kind of notes, you can end up with a lot of contradictory mm-hmm elements that start cropping up and, and contradiction. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying you, you know, <laughs> sometimes you set out to create something and it turns out much larger than you ever planned it to be. And so you've got all um, comic books, prime example, where mm-hmm. they had to literally just, you know, DC had to destroy the entire world. It's destroy the multiverse and just start all over again. You know, which comic books can do that, but that's a little bit harder with other universes yep. and other, you know, other projects but i will say as far as dune i read the first chapter and then <laughs> noped out of there and went to look for something else i tried no i tried i i agree um <laughs> imagine three eight uh three eight to thirteen year olds trying to read the book on a camping trip between each other it's just <laughs> that was that was my first iteration into dune and then we saw this movie and the 80 the 84 movie see i like just, the movie yeah it caught I'm a david lynch completely. <laughs> Yeah. And after watching the movie a couple of times in a row, again, like it's like a chain on a bicycle just finally it caught and I was able to like get it. But uh, and then I was off to the races. However, the Kevin J. Anderson, uh, uh, Brian Anderson, Brian Herbert's um, prequels are much easier to read and they lead you into Dune really well. So I, and I love the setup because it takes on like Duplito when he was young and setting up all the political issues that lead to Dune in itself. So you understand the rivalries instead of just being thrown into it going, well, this big fat guy hates this guy over here and this guy wants to take advantage of this dude. And there's these girls that wear weird stuff and then they have their own plan. And then these guys in the milk bottle that look like fetuses have their own plan and this all like... All of a sudden, it gets really confusing right there. <laughs> now you now you start to feel like you need a cigarette and a roll of yarn and pictures all over your wall to figure it out at this point. I'm but, not uh, going to... I mean, you sound like me when I try to explain the intricacies of the Dragonlance universe. So I, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I mean... No, that's that's yeah. when you know there's a good book serial because when it takes someone to sit down and say, here's all the... Here is, here is it all like that. You know, it's going to be... Compl- it, to me, it's complicated enough to be... And yeah. that is no, I get totally. Get that's it. me. Yeah. I love complicated books. And not every book is like Harry Dresden, which is very uncomplicated, but very, very fun. Yeah. Well, read what it doesn't have to be complicated. <laughs> I mean, um, Sean and McGuire's um, her now I can't even remember the name of the series, but she's got a series about um, the Fae. And it's actually there's like 16 Whoa. books now. And I read them so fast. And they're yeah. Oh, it's October. The October Day series is what it is. And they're just, they're delightful. They're not hard on your brain and they're funny. And yeah, I mean, read what you want. It doesn't have to be 
deep. You know, it just depends on what you like. China Mieville's Perdido Street Station. That is some dense, dense stuff. And it's good. It's beautiful. But it is <laughs> really dense. It takes a while to wrap your head around it. We've just discovered a very rare bit of audio from former Prime Minister Winston Churchill. Let's have a listen. I, Winston Churchill, wholeheartedly believe that the Clockwork Cabaret is the finest example of steampunk radio programming. Never before have I heard anything quite so marvelous, and I doubt I shall ever hear anything like it again. Calpurnia, continue on your journey, broadcasting your marvelous music. And sail on to glory! If you would like to find out more about this program, please check out clockworkcabaret.com or clockworkcabaret.podbean.com or follow us on Twitter at clockworkcabaret. That's C-L-O-C-K-W-R-K Cabaret. Speaking of dense, I picked up this book from my mom's house. It was written in the late 1800s. Oh, yeah. And uh, it is familiar quotations of like the early of the, of the late 1900s or late 1800s and of like books and whatnot. And so you got like Benjamin H Hill, Henry Clay, and it's like 1832 to 1884, like his quotes, <laughs> like best quotes of his books. And like, mom, why do we have this? It's like your dad. I'm like, Oh, right. Yeah. He's <laughs> weird. Like I was. And uh, so, yeah, no, I, I had to, I had to, bring this and show it because it's kind of my newest like if i ever get bored here's a lot of stuff from a lot of dead people i'd never read you can quote anybody now as long as they were born before 1900 as long as it goes between 1832 and 1900 i'll have a quote for it that's just that'd be hilarious to have it i could just pull it out going hang on one second just Got randomly read it. It has like it. no yeah i know it has like Ribbons. nothing to do with the situation but it's a, like often i was just like huh you Is there are David Tennant fans in here? <laughs> Any what? David Tennant. Yeah, yeah. No? Nobody? Nobody? Why? Have you seen this? His uh, new yes. out. Is it around, out yet? Around the world in 80 days. What? It is out. When did it come out? I didn't know it was out already. Yeah, I knew it was coming. I just wasn't sure when. It is it's out. On the you can watch it. On bbc.co.uk, if okay. you are in the UK, mm. I cannot watch it unless, of course, you have a uh, a VPN, and then you can tell them that you're in the UK. Wink, wink. And by the way, this stream is now sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not, but we could be. Please call us. We could be. Well, that, that would be fine. BBC we'll take on Nord Prime. VPN I wonder money. if I can watch it. I I read a quick uh, review and. Generally, it looks pretty good. Pretty good. Um, it strays from the original book because the original book was not good. Or what? Nor did it have David Tennant in it. It did. But Phineas Fogg, played by David Tennant, is very familiar if you've read the books. He's a yeah. crotchety, grumpy old British man, just like in the novel. But I guess they force him to leave the train and actually have adventures, which was the problem with the original book. He didn't <laughs> want to go anywhere. He just wanted to win the bet. <laughs> they had to make it a little more interesting for people to, yeah. That's but cool. uh, from the review that I read, it sounds like it's much more interesting than the original book because Phineas <coughs> Fogg is forced out of his comfort zone into <laughs> the world and grows as a person. <laughs> Aww. As as does Passepartout and uh, Abigail Fix, which they created for this uh, instead of the uh, Inspector Fix in the novel. Okay. Uh, okay. But uh, I like that. You know, I don't mind that. Yeah, they, they have for that. character development and and, and such things, <laughs> which makes it sound interesting. You know, much better writing now than we had hundred years ago. Uh, it looks really cool. Uh, I, I wish I could have seen it today. <laughs> it had cool. more, but if it gets down to it totally, I have a friend who could who lives in the UK who could probably put it on for us, stream it through Discord, and we could watch it. It's elaborate plan. It has to be an elaborate plan, but it would it would work that way. But that would be wrong. Would it? Mm -hmm. Yes, we, we disavow that. We would we never. We would never wrong. do that. We would. Oh. Because it's being watched by a man in in UK 
he just also happens to have it on a streaming service that allows us to watch it that watching his screen <laughs> Publicly disavow any attempts to watch anything in, in, in a way not intended. Is, it's, it's already paid for by the beat. <laughs> cool. Thanks to the British, we have socialism in television. <laughs> there we go. Har har. <laughs> okay, I wanted to slip that in. That is basically what I had to report tonight. Very nice. But uh, Very nice. yeah, at least one thing you can watch now. We'll have to watch for Carnival Row. And Illinois Holmes later. Super cool. Yep. So awesome. I've yet to watch that air that air uh, that balloon movie that's on HBO or something. Oh, Aeronauts. Aeronauts. Yeah. yeah. Thing like that. So yeah. I'm I'm want to still catch that because it looks fun. I'll get to it eventually once I work my way down the list of everything I have to watch and read. There's too much. There's too there much. Is, too much. Well, I mean, then there's not enough because here we are like scrounging for our sc- for our show. No, I got some stuff. It, it's your turn, so. Okay. All right, let me see if I can share my screen. Okay, is it working? Nope. Okay, hit the button. It says share I, screen at the bottom. Yeah, it's and then saying I hit share it, screen again. It's saying it lost permission. I think it's not. My Mac is not going to cooperate. So this whole row cabbage. No. Yeah. You that's... don't have enough security. There might be something that someone might see on your screen. Yeah. Um. Well, poo. Tell you what, stream it through your iWatch thing. <laughs> Fine. Don't make fun of me. Hang on just a second. <laughs> <laughs> this watch keeps me moving, man. It, so, it helps you know, regulate I saw, my ADHD. I saw someone who who made who put a faceplate on one of those, or it, the, the digital background. It was the Star Trek like um, like computer board from like the Next Generation. That almost would be enough to get me to buy it, or the round one. <laughs> had the Death Star targeting computer from A New Hope when it's like orbiting around the planet <laughs> and like for, for the for the actual like face of the watch. I'm like, yeah. these are reasons why I want it. It's it's purely aesthetic. It's not even for the fact that I can read my email on my wrist. Well see mine is um name I I name all of my devices after weird steampunk stuff. And mm-hmm. in if you're in uh, Cowboys versus Aliens, they had the arm cannon. Oh, yeah. So I named mine the arm cannon. And so whenever it's, <laughs> whenever it's, I set it on the charger and it's finished charging on my phone, it will say arm cannon is finished charging. <laughs> arm cannon is charging. <laughs> my system will not let me do it. Well, Sorry. So I'll just have to tell you and you can imagine. Um, I can give, I can pop up links though. The first thing I wanted to say to share is um, in another Lego steampunk excitement, Mm. The steampunk airship that had been suggested some time ago. Um, yes, I know that one. It's popped back up and it has sales to 10,000 supporters for the second time on Lego oh. Ideas. Yeah, somebody resubmitted it. Um, oh, I've, I've voted on both of those. Well, oh, so you voted on the second uh, one too? I voted on the second one too, yeah. Okay, well, it is back up. Um, so, yeah, that one is back up again. And if you go to the Lego Ideas, you yeah. can <laughs> submit it. <laughs> really, really want it. Um, let's see. Where do I? How do I pop in links? I don't have permission for that, do I? Um, you can't. Uh, post a comment. Okay. No, nope. that's coming up in private chat. It's not letting me do it in the comments. Let's see here. Well, private. <clears throat> I think I can bring it over. If you put it in the private chat, we can put it in the comments. Yeah, I popped it into the private chat. Oh, I can't put yeah. comments on here. I can only do private chat here. I have to go like actually on who do Facebook and do it. We are a professional outfit here. Stop making fun of us. <laughs> I thought you better. Okay, so yeah, so that's if you want to see, and it's a really cool looking little Lego airship. It is awesome. So if you want that, you can go to um the lego ideas website and it's brick fanatics let's see and you can submit that again yep there it is you can try to get that that done again so there was that and then i also wanted to share this with y'all um the steampunk conference that i went to a few years ago in 2018 in asylum steampunk in the uk they are trying to come back again this year um, but they are doing something different this year. They're trying to build up interest. So they're having a steampunk event at the Lincoln Cathedral on February 26th and 27th. What? I know. I have been to the cathedral. It is like so old. It's so beautiful. And they're having a party there in February. And then actually on my birthday, which makes me really sad, I can't go. 
Um, but yeah, and then they're going to do a whole bunch of events. They're going to have Steampunk Christmas. They're going to have the festival in August. So, I mean, obviously it's not really mm -hmm. realistic for everybody to, but if you can, if you get the chance and you can go to England and go to Lincoln for this asylum, I, it is worth it. It was, it took us like three trains to get there and it was bananas. And that if you look up Lincoln, um, there's a, a road called Steep Hill and, the girl that I went with, she kept warning me about this road. I'm like, why does she keep going on about this? And then we get there and it's like, it's really, it has its own Wikipedia page, this hill. It's so, <laughs> so steep. It's so ridiculous. And some smart asses apparently a few years ago opened a store halfway up. It's like, I can't remember when you're, when you're um, mountain climbing, whatever the, the spot, the rest spots the are. The summit. Or, yes. um, it's like a point. It's a rest yeah. point. It's halfway up the street. And I was walking up that sh cobbled street in like granny boots with a little heel. I just, yeah, walked miles away. But it's it's like a 13th century town. It is gorgeous. You know, <sighs> if you can go, go. Or just look up the YouTube videos about asylum because it's really, really wonderful. And um, <laughs> I look up YouTube videos about an asylum. I don't know what I'm gonna asylum, get. Steampunk. Asylum steampunk. And oh, that's even worse. <laughs> depending on which video, which which websites you might be going to. Safe search. Um, so the other thing that I found, I just stumbled across this today, was a series of books I'd never heard of. They started. They came out in twenty or started in twenty eighteen. They're called um, the Books of Babel. Mm -hmm. And. Have you, I never heard of them, and I, so I got the first one and started reading it today. Is it good? Um, it's not bad so far. It's it's like a great big mishmash of stuff going on, you know, like all of the steampunk. There's no gears mm. and cogs yet glued to anything, so there's at least that. But <laughs> nice. It's a, it's a man who it's they're traveling across the desert. Him and his his young wife to get to the Tower of Babel, which is nobody knows how tall it is, but it's got all these levels. And they're going for their honeymoon, and then he loses her, and he she's just gone in the crowd, and so he has to spend these books trying to climbing the levels yeah. of the towers to find his wife and he ends up inadvertently becoming a pirate so <laughs> he was a school teacher <laughs> he somehow ends up becoming a pirate in the search for his wife as he's climbing the tower can confirm this can happen <laughs> been there done that bought that t-shirt so those, they just sounded really interesting it and belongs like, in a museum <laughs> yar so, give me my booty uh -huh. <laughs> have you so, seen my booty <laughs> <laughs> Books of Babel. Although it's probably pronounced Babel, I don't know. I'm not British, so it's Babel. But yeah, those. It started out not too bad. Um, as long as it's not a fishy stick in your ear, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, luckily, no. So it only feels what? weird for a second. <laughs> Just a little tickle. Okay, one more thing. Um, way too much fun. <laughs> if you are fans of Downton Abbey at all. Um, Jillian Fellows, the creator of Downton Abbey, has a new show called The Gilded Age. Gilded which, Age, I heard about that. Yeah, it was, this started ten years ago. They started trying to make this show. It switched networks. It went through all sorts of to do. So I just I lost faith in it. I thought it was never going to happen. And then all of a sudden, yeah. HBO's like, "See the Gilded Age on Monday." I'm like, they didn't do any press for this that I saw. There was nothing happening about it. But the show's out. And I didn't get a chance to watch it last night, but I'm going to try to watch it when we're done here. So it's not steampunk, obviously, but it is gorgeous. If you watch the, the trailer for it, it's just absolutely stunning. So that's brand new on HBO Max. Um, yeah, it's really... It looks really, really good. So, and the reviews aren't bad so far from what I've seen. Um, so yeah, that's something to check out. We watched the trailer last week and I was really excited. Um, and then the final plug I want to give is if you're not watching Snowpiercer on TNT, you need to watch Snowpiercer on TNT. Really? Yes, it is just third season just started. It is. I does, mean, it have, does it have anything to do with the movie? Well, the movie and the show are both adapted from the old French graphic novel, Le, Le Transpiercenage. Mm. And they, the, movie, the, the movie was adapted from that. And then the TV show, the TV show takes place seven years after the Great Freeze happens. Okay. And they've been circling the world 2.75, 2.7 times a year for seven years. And they have to keep going in order to stay warm. And the, the tail section where the poor people are, 
revolts and Sean Bean's uh, Sean Bean will show up at the end of season one. He's he's the great Wilford. He's the the, the creator of the engine. Mm. But Jennifer Conley is in the first and second season, and she is she is brilliant. And um, Davi Diggs is in it. He is one of the main characters. Uh, he was in Hamilton, I think. He's one of the main characters, and it is it is so so good. I can't even explain how good it is. It's just, it's trains racing each other and just, you know, all, everything's taking place in this, you know, very narrow confines and it's a beautiful uh, story. So it's not very many episodes per season, but I, yeah, I do, do recommend Snowpiercer. I think you can get the first two seasons on Netflix. Um, no. The TNT website, I think. I'm not sure. I bought them on Amazon because I liked it so much. Wow. Yeah, it's, that's not crazy. It, yeah, it's 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 just it's all very tense and exciting, and the warfare between the the different sections, and you know the you wouldn't expect a train drama to be that exciting. <laughs> I don't know the, the scene from the uh, was it oh heck um, from the movie. No, I'm trying to think of the movie. Um, the Lone Ranger. This the train scene from that was fantastic. <laughs> I loved that scene. It was so out there. The music was perfect. The moment that it started stringing up for that scene, I'm like, oh, I know what's coming. <laughs> well, this is it, it was yeah, it's amazing. And th- I mean, it's not steampunk, <laughs> but it's trains. It's it's, it's trains it's, blasting it's... through a post-apocalyptic ice world, and the whole the whole plot point that you're running with is that it's been seven years is the world still frozen or are there certain places that might be starting to thaw that they can finally stop the train and get off of it and you know start the world over again and so that like there's all sorts of nefarious plots going mm. on and you know people that are in drawers for certain reasons and it's yeah it's it's did you say in drawers? Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. So this also has a lot of the same flavor sounds as a TV show on Netflix, um, where it was back in the 1960s. Apparently, the U.S. launched this massive like ro- rocket with like 600 people in it, and it was. Oh, I, I started watching that. Did you? It's good. Of just just completely ignore the plot holes and get to the end. There's a lot of plot holes, <laughs> but it is a fantastic show. Do you remember the name of it so we could plug it because it was I, fun? I don't, but it's like, it's fun because like it's a spaceship, but with all like 1960s architecture and outfits, yeah, sort of no like to it, sadly because it didn't end. But it is a fantastic <laughs> show, and it at like half. Half the cast from the freaking Battlestar Galactica is on it. So it's like, everyone's a Cylon still. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I liked it outside of the, the plot holes that they had in. I really wanted to see where they were going. Love for it to make back up. Whether the plot holes or not, I'm willing to over. I'm not one that looks overlooks plot holes, but I would be willing to just to see where that was. This is fantastic. I want to see what happens next. And... Um, <clears throat> Oh, there is one though that I am not forgiving, and it's a sci-fi show, and it's got Kara Thrace from Battlestar Galactica on it. I can't remember the name of it. It's like New Life or something like that on on Netflix. Um, yeah, I remember that is about it, utter garbage. I had a oh my god, I had a hard time watching that as a sci-fi person because first off, everybody on there looks like you just hijacked them from high school, and they didn't even change clothes, and they're on a spaceship, and I'm just like, first off, you're like. 15 how are you like three doctorates into this and <laughs> and you're like having no acting except like oh my god we're on a spaceship and my nails are done. and i'm just like this is and the only person that's even believable is the character character but then they have like stupid stuff happen like oh we went too close to a black hole or something i i can't remember what it was but i'm just like no that's not what would happen like you didn't even <laughs> consult even like a science book remotely on like astrophysics at all. You didn't even go watch a YouTube video on this. <laughs> you would have had a better writing. And apparently it's gotten updated for a second season. I'm just like, really? How? Is it because it's like Survivor in Space, the people we like get voted off? What? Did you die? I don't know. 
ah, oh, but I don't know. Watch it for how terrible it is and get back to me. That's 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 really that one. All right. Well, how do you feel about the expanse? Tell me oh, you like it. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, come on, you guys gushed about that the last episode. It's over. It feels like they set it up to have a mini series based off in other directions. It's like the main characters, which is true. I mean, we hit the like, but there's like so much to go on still. They've set it up to where we have that guy on a different planet doing his own thing. I haven't right. finished yet. Okay, <laughs> I am behind. Anyway. I am behind. <laughs> but it it feels like it's open to be to be revisited without the main. They leave like it a very spin-off. open. Like you do a spin-off. A lot of spinoffs. Enough. You could okay. easily do spinoffs, and I would I would be all for more in this universe because I mean they figure out what's going on, but. Okay, don't spoil it for me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to spoil anything for you. I'll forget. We'll bring it up. I'll bring it up again the next. <laughs> next time. <laughs> so with that, there's a game that uh, has that I, I recently found between our last time talking, and it's um, it's expanse like uh, space combat, and you get to set like design your spaceships meticulously, exactly how you want what what type of uh, e war it goes on. It's a whole bunch of. It is very extensive how you want to set up your, your space naval uh, fleet or, you know, everything down from one ship to all your ships and how you interact. And I don't know, it's really cool. And it's it's in that expanse way of doing things. You can launch a bunch of missiles and you have your, your PDCs firing off to take out these missiles as they're spiraling towards you because eight ships came around an asteroid and fire, you know, belched them out. And now you're freaking out as your guns are going off, tracking all these missiles. It's gorgeous. It's pretty and it's delicious and it's wonderful and I it's going to hold me over until if, if there's not another Expanse episode I'm going to make my own. Damn it! <laughs> What's when, the game? I, it's called uh, Nebulous Fleet Command and um, I'll drop a link over here because it's with both my voice narrating the opening sequence because that's what everyone's here for, right? <laughs> I'm going to plug myself while I can and uh, all right, here we are. For everybody who has a computer who wants to play that wonderful game, there's me and my wonderful editing prowess <clears throat> right as I got sick. So just bear with me on here. My voice is a little deeper than normal. So that's, is that like your YouTube channel? You talking up, straight the, up uh, the game there? I'm straight up okay. talking up the game and everything. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm, cool. I was, I was so impressed. I immediately went out, found as much footage as I could, joined the Discord, watched a couple of the community fight nights through Discord stream, which is terrible because anytime like the guy's computer happens to like start chugging through the graphics, it deresses everything on the stream, so it looks uh -oh. horrible. So I actually went in and put some VHS like my own mess in there. <laughs> put some noise into it. I put my own noise. So it feels like a 1970s, 1980s aliens thing going on a lot of my uh a lot of the videos that i have on that a lot of people are like this is so freaking retro i love what you're doing with this and i'm like well, thanks <laughs> try to hide the bad graphics the moment. <laughs> so i got a lot of that going on and it's it's given me some new it was definitely something new to try for digital art uh going in and literally finding static i'd never thought about needing to actually go find freaking static on YouTube, people have apparently recorded it from v VHSs. Just put ten hours of static. Mm -hmm. you I'm not lying. You can go, and I yeah. just sat there and recorded eight minutes of it at a time. That was good static because I had to look for good static. <laughs> then I went and changed the colors. And yeah, put other filters on it to give it different stuff. It's stupid. I no, love it. No, it's not. So I went and found because my show was so the I was I'm not an audio engineer, so I would go to freesound.org. Mm -hmm. and download all sorts of sound effects and i learned how to drop them all it's, in and cut and mix everything fun, so it sounded it. like it was supposed to be bad on purpose yeah when no, the it, truth is i just suck at recording no, a podcast it's fun to actually sit down and just mess with that kind of stuff because no one's ever thought about like gee i need to just come up with static for some reason like i need static and i look around going how do i get static Oh, right. Let's see if I could find static. It's out there. Somebody <laughs> has recorded it. Times. So I got yeah. static and I have to like change the like the transition on it so it fits. So I have it overlaid on top of the video mm -hmm. and I've changed the transition a little bit so it sits down and looks perfect with it. Like this, this is this is great. Somebody's yeah. recorded it somewhere and you can find it. Because I, I couldn't believe the things I found on free sound. <laughs> it was mm -hmm. just everything. Yeah. Everything. That's actually something funny about uh, this is almost kind of steampunk. Goes back around when they were recording the radio version of uh, 
uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. BBC had, like, we have a million door shut noises. We have a million, like, wood walking noises from all the different Sherlock Holmes shows we've ever done. But we don't have ray guns. We don't have spaceship noises. We had to come up with those on the fly. Most of those were guys beating electrical wires with things as they were charged. It's like all those noises they had to come up with get sound right. Like we've never done space. Well, we are uh, over the hour. We are. So we're going to have to wrap it up tonight. Um, Let me uh, give a shout out to all of our Patreons, our patrons on Patreon who are keeping our uh, show going here. I want to thank the Dowager Duchess, Claire Bear, who I know has been watching us tonight. Jenny and Ryan Shaver, Kitty Vinson, who's been on, uh, and uh, Rita and Lawrence Allen, who are also watching tonight. Thank you all for uh, helping us out and buying us a beer. <clears throat> you can find us on Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection if you're not watching right now. Uh, we are. Uh, you can email us at TexasSteampunkConnection at gmail.com. We've got a podcast where we basically recast this at Texas Steampunk Connection dot podbean dot com and we're on twitter at tx steam connect one uh our music or sound effects if we have them is coming from zapsplat.com and since we were talking about special effects that's totally appropriate um we're also <laughs> re-syndicated over onto steam chest on uh, on uh youtube oh. and hopefully soon on rumble i'm actually moving us over to rumble too i will add that to my list of announcements at the end of the show from here on out. You're syndicated people. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> you guys have anything else to uh, add in before we cut our broadcast for the evening? I think I'm good. I'm, I think I'm good. I think I've had a little too many of these before I take cough medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll forgo the cough medicine for a little while. <sighs> Alright everybody, we will talk to you again in two weeks. Until then... Mind your gauges. Mind your gauges.